you're feeling like you're creating the future when you see these kinds of products and when you see people that are using it and businesses that uh, take these solutions and they use them in their own organizations. I mean, it's quite amazing. We've developed this ability for people to interact using their avatars in a virtual space. But for me, I think the where it really hit me that this is, like you said, a boundary killer is for people to explore the world. Fearless, uh, just doing it your way. You know, a lot of times you think you know the truth and you have your own inner truth and the outside either people or uh, events can kind of make you less confident about that truth, but you have to just stick to it and do it your own way. And and that that's for me fearless. There's a saying, uh, I'll try to translate it, but it says that people who aren't familiar with their past, their present is dull and their future is in total fog. So you re I believe that you really have to know where you came from and the history of yourself as a person, as part of a nation or a religion. So absolutely, I appreciate uh, history, any history, but of course, more specifically, the history of where I came from. And today's guest is Boaz Goldschmidt, who's leading the connection between real and virtual spaces as Vice President for Product at Tridis. Hi Boaz, uh, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, where are you calling from today? Hey, and thanks, uh, thanks very much for having me. I'm calling from uh, Israel, uh, hot, hot and uh, very hot here in Israel. Um, I hear it's a bit rainy where you're at, yeah. Cool, cool. Now, can you tell us something that you're both good at and that you love doing, a passion that kind of drips out of you? I think I'll have to say football. Um, I consider myself as a pretty uh, good player. So, you know, everything that has to do with football, either playing, watching, breathing football, I really love it. And I consider myself a talented. I'm not a professional player uh, because you haven't heard it, uh, of me, you know, tearing up the Premier League. But, uh, but yeah, I, I definitely think I'm good at it and I definitely love it. And as I was researching you a little bit, did something pop up about Tottenham? Oh yeah, I'm a, I'm a big, big supporter of Tottenham. Uh, my father is originally from London, so he grew up supporting London. So I inherited that from him. You don't you don't really get to choose what club you support. You either you're either born in the city or you uh, inherit it from your father. So in this case, I inherited it and. Uh, it's been a few challenging years for Tottenham, but we believe that we can bounce back. Yeah, no, no, good, good for you. Yeah, my team Bansley is relegated this this season, so <laughs> <he's> oh, not... <laughs> that's rough. That's rough. <laughs> right to get to the inspiration, um, can you tell us who inspires you most and why? I think it's it's less of a person, but more of a a. A few people. It's it's. Uh, I'm a Jewish, so I think Jewish literature is what inspires me. Um, whether it's the Bible, the Mishnah, the Talmud, um, 
there were so many scholars and you, you read and you hear so many inspirational uh, quotes and sayings and lessons for life. And there's so much wisdom there that uh, quite amazingly is you read it today and it's still relevant even 2000 years after it was written. So it's kind of like a, you know, immortal wisdom. So I, I, I'm really inspired by that. Oh, thank you. And I, I saw on one of your the YouTube posts recently, there was a bit of a, I think there was a quote of, of one of those that, that you put down. It was, oh, it was something like less words, more action or something. I'm saying it totally wrong, yeah. but yeah, that, yeah. Yeah, it, it, that was the spirit of it. It's, uh, and there's like a, a, a saying for pretty much every single aspect of life. So it's not necessarily to do with religion. It's not necessarily for religious people, but just on how to live a, a good life, how to be good to other people, you know, how to be polite, how to, uh, you know, try to be wise. Uh, so, so it's really, I can open the book and find you at least 10 quotes that are relevant for just the, every topic. Yeah, no, thank you. That, that's inspirational. Now, a little bit more on your background. So you started out, or from what I could find out, owning a pizza bar in Tel Aviv, which is amazing. And then I'm guessing at some point you got into 3D virtual technology and tours, uh, and that's led you to Treedis, where you're one of the, the main people, I believe, as a vice president of products. And you know, the latest things, you're actually bringing kind of the 3D models of built existing spaces into the, the metaverse, really, with these avatar solutions where people can meet their friends in a, a virtual copy of a, of a house or a, a building or a shop or something. So can you tell us some of the things that inspired you along that journey? Yeah, well, okay, so that's, uh, we have to roll back a little bit. Um, I think it was, uh, I was, 22 or three, I just came back from some travels uh, that I did. I was traveling around the world after my uh, military service. And I kind of started to roll into the restaurant industry, uh, started off as a waiter, then a bartender, then a floor um, manager, then the restaurant manager. And then eventually I went um that was in Jerusalem. I left Jerusalem and opened up my own business. It was, like you said, a pizza bar where we used to serve these uh, cool pizzas and uh, great Israeli uh, craft beer uh, off the tap. And I was doing that for about five years. And it was very, very challenging. It's a very challenging industry. Um, not much of a personal life that you can manage because you're working around the clock. And it was kind of like peak COVID when all the restaurants were closed and business was struggling. And I was uh, blessed with the first day child, a baby boy. And I think at that point, I understood that I have to change what I do in life because the restaurant business is no business for someone that's uh, aiming to have a normal family life where you can come home uh, at a normal hour, see your wife, see your children, um, 
restaurant hours, I would be driving home at 2 a.m. in the morning after closing the bar. Um, and so, so I guess it was kind of COVID and uh, all, all the struggles that kind of pushed me to actually make the decision and actively look for other opportunities. And luckily enough, the opportunity came along. Um, Nathaniel and Omer, the co-founders at Trivis, um, had the the offer to come and onboard them. And uh, I have to be very thankful for them. Nathaniel is actually a, a good friend of mine from uh, from high school. So I, I knew him for quite a, a long time. Um, but I have to be thankful for them because they gave me the opportunity knowing that I don't have that much uh, experience in this world, in the high-tech world, the 3D uh, digital world. I was more of a, uh, you know, the restaurant industry is a whole different industry. But I think they saw the qualities and they um, they felt that a manager or a leader uh, is a leader, whether it's uh, managing a restaurant or managing a digital product or managing you know, people at a, at a summer camp or whatever. I mean, a leadership is just something you have. And I think I was blessed to have it. And I uh, think that Omer and Nathaniel saw that uh, opportunity. So kind of everything fell into place, uh, which I don't know, some people call it luck. Some people call it fate, uh, call it whatever you want. But um Today, I'm already a year and a half in with treaties. Uh, we're doing amazing things. Like you mentioned, we're kind of leading the march into the metaverse with all these amazing products where you can um, capture a space, whether it's your own house or a shop or, or a venue or pretty much anything, and create a digital twin. And then in that digital twin, you can... Uh, you can go inside it, I can say, and interact and see other people and use avatars to see how people are represented. And it's kind of like, um, it's it's just, you're, you're feeling like you're creating the future when you see these kinds of products and when you see people that are using it and businesses that uh, take these solutions and they use them in their own organizations i mean it's 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 quite amazing for me yeah yeah you know no thank you and yeah yeah because i mean learning in that industry yeah i get a lot of inspiration from from your uh webinars online uh demonstrating that and on that avatar thing being as i normally ask because i, I love inspiring events that somehow dissolve barriers between people help bring them together uh, and that's why I love the avatar solution in, in the 3D digital twins because I think there's got to be so much good in that in being able to, you know, if people can even bring their own home almost into the metaverse and meet their friends and meet strangers there or whatever they wish. And what better way to break the ice than bringing your own home along to, to the party <laughs> and, and discussing, you know, getting feeling each other's vibe of your own personal space and whether it's your own art, your own music, or just whatever's going on in your own space. So um, I'm guessing 
can you see um like uh, what I'm saying there, do, do, do you think it might help bring people together? This bring you know avatars into digital twins and the metaverse. Yeah, so I, I think you touched on a, a very interesting point there. Um, as you mentioned, we've developed this ability for people to interact using their avatars in a virtual space. Um, but for me, I think the where it really hit me that this is, like you said, a boundary killer. Um, is for people to explore the world. And what do I mean? Try to imagine uh, a very distant place that you've always wanted to visit. So for example, let's say the pyramids in Egypt. Now, I know you live in England, but there are people living in, you know, all over the world. And not everyone has the resources, the money, uh, the time to travel over and to see it. So with these kinds of solutions, we're just making everything so much more accessible. And then people can actually visit these places. Uh, they can do it with their friends. They can interact with other people visiting that they might not even know. And that's where you see those boundaries that we spoke about, um, time, money. Those boundaries are just kind of um, dissolving. And everyone, everything is kind of coming closer. And I think that's what's so revolutionary about this, that these boundaries that have been part of our life for so many years, and especially during COVID, when things were locked down, you couldn't, even if you had the money and time, you probably couldn't get on a flight. So you're not, you're, you're no more, uh, you're not limited anymore. You can just click on the link, enter the, whether it's the pyramids or the Louvre in, in Paris or any other uh, place you want to see, or like you said, just a friend's house that maybe you have a friend living in the States in New York and you want to visit his house. So that's just boundaries out the window. And I think that's where the re revolution is lying. The next big thing. Yeah. No, thank you for sharing that. And, you know, and for people who uh constrained maybe because of a disability or something and, and can't really leave the house that much. It's, you know, even probably more powerful, I imagine, for, exactly. for somebody like that exactly. and being able to interact with, yeah, with other people. So, yeah, brilliant. Um, and what is the most inspiring virtual digital twin <laughs> that you've ever seen? Oh, that's, that's a good one. That's a good question because I have seen uh, at this point probably thousands. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to have to go with uh, the ancient city of David in Jerusalem. And I think that the reason that that's the most inspirational one is because I was actually at the physical site. So it was very easy for me to compare. And when you go on the digital site and you see that it's exactly the same and that's the reason uh, it's called a digital twin because it's the identical twin of that space so that that was just amazing and of course the actual site has so much history you know uh, thousands of years uh, where you can just roll over and see how things were done uh, and how things looked many years ago in the city that's probably the holiest city in the world for all three religions. Um, 
so yeah, I think that's that's the most inspirational space for sure. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. And I'm right, you're quite into your history. Is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a there's there's a saying. Uh, I'll try to translate it, but it says that um, people who aren't familiar with their past, their present is dull, and their future is uh, is in the in in fog, in total fog. So you re- I believe that you really have to know where you came from and the history of, of yourself as a person, as part of a nation or a religion. So absolutely, I appreciate uh, history, any history, but of course, more specifically, the history of where I came from. Yeah, thank you. And now it's time for Quickfire Inspiration. Could you tell us one of your most inspiring films? Uh, films. I guess I'd go with uh, Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, I, I don't know. It, it's just one of my favorites, I guess. So I don't know. It, it's obviously inspiring because, you know, you got to carve f- through the stone for 20 years just to uh, escape. But yeah, it's definitely one of my favorites and inspirational in a way. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Thank you. One of your most inspiring comedians. Ooh, comedians. Um, he's not, I don't think he's the funniest, uh, but he is definitely inspiring. That would be Jerry Seinfeld. Uh, there's definitely funnier guys out there, but I think that he's inspiring because he kind of started the whole thing and he had the TV show and so... I think he, yeah, and I got a funny story about about Jerry Seinfeld. I missed the opportunity to see him live. I was in New York and we were thinking, me and my friend, whether to go to one of these random stand-up comedy clubs and see just, you know, it's like an open mic. And then we said, we'll pass it. And then we met someone that was there and he said that, Jerry Seinfeld spontaneously came to that specific open mic night and gave uh, a short skit. So that's a shame. Yeah. (laughs) One of your most inspiring aspects of design or style? Uh, Wow. Design or style. I think my wife is more uh, in charge of design and style in the house. So I don't really, I mean, I, Things can look nice. And then I say, okay, that looks nice. And then she says, no, that doesn't, (laughs) that doesn't fit with the living room colors or the, you know, so I'm not, I don't know about that much. I guess my wife is the biggest inspiration when it comes, well, when it comes to everything, but for sure, uh, design and style. Brilliant. Um, One of your most inspiring aspects of nature Oh, so that definitely has to be the ocean. Um, I was, uh, I served in the Navy. So there's nothing more powerful and humbling in the world than the big blue ocean. You know, you're out there and you understand how small and and nothing we are as a human being in, in front of the huge, you know, the amazing power of the ocean. So it's definitely the most uh, inspiring and humbling um, 
feature of nature. One of your most inspiring songs. Um, wow. Okay, so I think I'll go with um, My Girl because that's a, a song that my mother and my late mother-in-law performed the dance at uh, my wife's and I uh, at our wedding. So yeah, that song is just like, whenever it comes on the radio, it brings up memories and emotions. So it's definitely up there. Uh, and, and which artist, can you remember which artist it was? Or... Uh, my Girl, it's one of those classic, uh, it's, let me look it up really quick. I you can the, shoot the next question. And I'll, yeah, because I put the in link in the show notes, you know, for, for your inspiring things. So listeners can click on it and watch on Temptations. YouTube. Temptations. Temptations. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, that's the one. I, I knew it was a popular one, but I didn't want yeah. to put, put the wrong one, wrong version in. And, well, I have to, I, now you mentioned your wedding because, yeah, as I was doing my research, I on YouTube, I stumbled across your wedding video on your YouTube channel. Really? And it was wow. that was so it was so moving. It, it was. I watched it all, you know, two and a half minutes or whatever it was, and yeah, it yeah. was really, really beautiful, actually. So, wow, <laughs> you, you really, you really know how to research it. Well, no, I did. I, I, well, I done a little bit, and then I just I typed it in, and, and yeah, found lots more stuff this morning. So, uh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> do, do I need to be scared about the next questions? Did you fish out something from my? <laughs> From my social media, maybe like a decade back. <laughs> I don't think so. No, no, no. And right, what is your number one secret to success? Um, if you do something, uh, do it at the highest standard possible. Otherwise, just don't do it. So I think that that's the a way to kind of focus on the things that you are going to do in the best possible way. And then things that you, you're not intending to do in the best way, you're, you're saying, okay, I'll, I'll be mediocre. I'll just put a check mark on that. Just don't bother. It's a waste of time. And then you feel more successful with yourself because everything that you do, you're doing uh, at the best and highest standard possible. And you're leaving out all the mediocreness uh, of the other things. Yeah, yeah, that's a good, yeah, because I'm guilty of that sometimes. Yeah, my heart's not in it. And we all are. Maybe all I just... Are. I'm not I'm, I'm not saying I always... Uh, that's <laughs> no. my secret. I didn't say that I always practice it. <laughs> right, while fear can sometimes keep you safe, but it, sometimes it can hold you back, what does fearless mean to you? Fearless, uh, just doing it your way. You know, a lot of times you think you know the truth and you have your own inner truth and uh, outside either people or uh, events can kind of make you less confident about that truth. But you have to just stick to it and do it your own way. And, and that, that's, for me, fearless. Yeah, thank you. That's great. And what do you think is most right in the world? That's a good question and a hard question, actually, because 
our world isn't full of a lot of uh, right. There's a lot of wrong in the world. But I think what's right in the world is just children. Um, I was uh, blessed with uh, having a baby boy and he's already two years old. And I think that everything that has to do with children and education and just that innocence that they have. So for me, that there's nothing wrong there. That's the perfect right. And it doesn't matter where the, ch the child is born in the world, what color is, what religion, children are always the same, innocent, sweet. So that for me is the, the answer for that. Wonderful. Well, that is so beautiful. Thank you. Uh, I'm afraid we're coming a little bit towards the end now. So quickly? Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> what is the next book on your reading list? Uh, um, I have to confess I'm not much uh, of a reader. So I don't know why I just don't enjoy it that much. Uh, so I do have a movie list. Oh, yeah, yeah, so, go on. Yeah, share that. That's yeah, awesome. so I, I just add them on my Netflix list and the, I pile up movies and I fish out one whenever I get to see it. I think Heat would probably the next uh, would be the next one. It's a classic. Yeah, and I didn't see it. It's with uh, Pacino and De Niro, I think. Okay, no, I have not seen and it. I, ne I never got the chance to see it, so I know it's on my list. So sometime. And what do you think next for well either both the virtual world and and for you and, and Tridis um yeah so the virtual world is is I think it's growing very rapidly and you know everyone likes to talk about the virtual world and use all these buzzwords the metaverse the nfts all that and sometimes you feel like just everyone is running fast forward um I think the virtual world is in the process where it's being built. So we're still kind of seeing how things are forming together. And the future for me is to see people spend more time in the virtual world because um, we have 24 hours a day and we have to sleep, I don't know, six, seven hours. That leaves you with like 18 hours. Um, so I think when we start seeing people um, doing business, uh, having meetings in the virtual world, socializing, um, and just investing more time, more hours of the day in the virtual world. That for me is the future of the virtual world. And I think the challenge is uh, to kind of have it in sync with the physical world. So it doesn't feel like when you're in the virtual world, you're tuning out and you no one physically around you can actually talk to you, but to have it kind of combined together. And that's where you start touching on the AR uh, technologies where you can have augmented reality, which is like the virtual reality on top of the physical reality. Um, but I think that when people kind of manage to combine both together, the virtual and the physical, to have a kind of more seamless uh, connection between them, that for me is uh, the future of the virtual world. Um, and treaties, I don't know, I guess the sky's the limit. Uh, I feel very happy and uh, at treaties, and I'm uh, 
feel that it's a great challenge for me. There's always new challenges coming in. And as a company, I feel that we're growing in the right direction and that we have really ambitious goals to achieve this year and also the years after. So I think Trivius is definitely going to be out there when people talk in the future about the virtual world, the metaverse, all that. Yeah, brilliant. Uh, thank you for that. And I, I hadn't thought about that connection between the augmented reality and and the the real world because I, I yeah tend to get lost in my mind and you know the computer and yeah I, I like uh, you know that gives me a real buzz to think you can maybe help people you know bridge both pieces using the yeah the the augmented reality yeah we see, we see a little bit of that already today you have the uh, AR apps. So if you're in a big mall and you want to know where a specific shop is or where the restrooms are, so you can um, pull out your phone and then see on the screen uh, using your camera, you can see like arrows on the floor that can direct you to where you want to go. Or if you want to buy uh, an item like a watch or shoes or, or whatever, you can... Um, use your phone to kind of see how it looks on your hand or in your room if it's a piece of furniture and you don't need to physically go to the store and try to imagine how it's going to look. So we're, we're already there at some point. I just think that people need to kind of um, get used to it and use it more. Yeah, thank you so much for that. And if people want to get in touch with you, how should they do that? Uh, well, personally, for a beer or as a treatise, uh, uh, well, yeah, person. either you know, just if they listen to this and they think, Oh, yeah, I want to, to either you know, see follow Boaz on LinkedIn or you know, or, you know, I, I just normally ask um, any of the guests, well, yeah, so so yeah, uh, I do LinkedIn, I'm not that much of a you know, an influencer, I just uh, mainly uh, treatise stuff and content, but yeah, I'm on LinkedIn, on uh, Facebook. Uh, my email is boasg at treatise.com. And sure, uh, anyone can get in touch with me, whether it's a professional topic uh or just a personal question i'm always happy to share and answer and if anyone's obviously in the neighborhood then i'm more than happy to go out for drinks uh so i hope not too many people will call me up for that because uh, (laughs) my wife would probably be upset that i'm out of out of the home uh but yeah i'm I mean, you can, it's pretty straightforward. Just look me up either Facebook or email me or whatever. Brilliant. No, thank you so much for your time today. It's been great. Yeah, it's, uh, it, it went by so fast. So uh, I guess that means it was, it was a lot of fun. And uh, thanks for the opportunity and for having me in. It's, uh, it was a pleasure. Cheers. Thank you. Wow, Boaz is such a wise bean. Here is top 10 hits of inspiration. One. Get inspired by immortal 2,000-year-old wisdom on how to live a good life. 2. Get inspired by Boaz's shift from restaurant owner so that he could focus on his family life. 3. Get inspired by how Nathaniel and Omer spotted Boaz's leadership qualities and gave him a chance in a new high-tech industry as they really trusted in his traits. 4. Get inspired by how you can explore the world virtually 
and meet your friends and other people as avatars. 5. Get inspired by the ancient city of David Museum and the digital twin of this that you can explore. 6. Get inspired about knowing where you and your country come from so this history can inform your present and future. 7. Get inspired by the ocean and how it can humble us. 8. Get inspired by doing the things that you're doing to the best of your ability and maybe try removing some of the tasks you may only do to a mediocre standard. 9. Get inspired by the innocence of children education and how this is the same anywhere in the world. And finally, number 10. Get inspired by the growth of the virtual world and thinking of ways of syncing it with the physical world. Thanks for joining me today. Watch out for news on our new group. Thank you everyone for listening today. Your kind attention is really appreciated and valued. If you feel some inspiration from today's episode, please share it. And please leave us a review on iTunes. And if you wish, leave us some comments. In your comments, please let us know any inspirational subjects you'd like us to cover. As I aim to build a bank of both inspiration and stories of events that inspired close connection between groups of people, if you have something to share in this space, send me an email at inspiringteamhuman at gmail.com. Thanks again. Look forward to seeing you next week for another boost of inspiration. Thanks to Ben Sound for the music.